Your faces. Did you? Yeah, yeah. I was uh-huh. looking, I've been looking forward to this, and we had to, we had to postpone a day. We we delayed a day. Normally we That's record right. on Tuesdays. Today is a Wednesday. Whoa. Yeah, um, thanks to me. I was teching last night. Oh no, no, teching no, three. One of my fringe shows. Yeah, and, uh, three. Yes, Tekken 3. Tekken 3. Yes. <laughs> I was Tekken. I was playing video games instead of yeah, recording this podcast. We yeah, get no, it. No, we got it. We knew what you were doing. <laughs> Yo, no, we're really excited. This is this is exciting because I don't know if you've been keeping count, listeners. But technically... <laughs> oh, the devoted ones have. <laughs> the devoted ones know. If you don't count our trailer and then the season announcements that we've done that have been sort of like mini-sodes that don't really count... If you count, but you do count like our stuffs and our artist spotlights and all those kind of things, then you actually. I'm going to turn off this fan because it's um, <gasps> the ice cream truck just showed up. Ice cream truck. No, that's just in time. <laughs> <laughs> we love a good soundtrack. No, CJ, it, it, go get us ice cream. Go run, yeah. run now. Actually, and, yeah. twa- and like rope. I think they also sell rope. We've discussed this. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> uh, cool. Good to know. Well, I, I, I truly. Do they have protractors? I don't know. I need a good protractor is all. Uh, we'll get there. <laughs> if you but if you include all of our legit episodes, this is technically our 100th episode. <laughs> Feels like our 10,000th. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. I, I mean, we have been doing it over two years at this point mm-hmm. yeah, yeah we just don't like two years in a month now didn't we start in wow. april 2020 yeah, i believe mm-hmm. that is correct and wow. it's funny to i was reflecting back on those early days and yes. the middle days and just the learning curve like and figuring out how this all works and the microphones and the zooms and the um and all that was was the above. a trip and yeah. yeah yeah we did a lot of infighting there was a lot of fighting going on early on was there oh um, <laughs> um i mean i just didn't know about it it was all behind my back um no we never nothing was ever too crazy i mean we, there was some like little moments there was some times yeah. where we had to like pause the podcast yeah and, be like, be like, and watch cj cry on screen things are getting heated okay? <laughs> really i think we all should just calm down but that's I, actually I one of my favorite moments in three guys is when <laughs> <laughs> they're all like being really chill and someone's like y'all it's getting heated it's getting heated <laughs> But, it, you know, I think so much of that was also our collective brain melts in the middle of lockdown. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, it was a long haul. We started it because of lockdown. So I'm grateful that we had the time to sit and learn all this stuff and and technically speaking. and Yeah. But we oof, finally yeah. found some quality in the podcast. No, yeah. early on, yeah. it was just rough. We, you we were can, figuring it out. Yeah, you can feel it in season one, but... Season one also has like 
our Carol Churchill episode, which I yeah. love. And which is like Sarah three Kane and a half hours is good long. Too. The Sarah Kane series slaps. Yeah. Uh, that might have been season two. I don't know. No, no, it was I think season it was one. one. We was set it? it up for Halloween. Weird. You're right. Oh, it's weird. Because we were. We, <laughs> what we were also, we thinking? <laughs> the we COVID also brain was like, you should what? do this really improperly. Let's do thing. something really violent for Halloween. Well, <laughs> and then those early ones where we were trying to do them all in one episode. Mm-hmm. It's like, and yeah. and we didn't have limits on ourselves, so it's like I read fourteen plays for you yeah. know, <laughs> Carol Churchill. I'm like, okay, and like eight I pages did, of notes, and I read, oh, I read a lot, so yeah. many things for Churchill, yeah, and I was just sure. like, I can't. We can't I read a ton from Miller all. too, and yeah. our, our practice episode on Simon, which oh we should God. cover Simon someday. Just cause. we should, or just In like air that because holy fuck. <laughs> actually, do we have any? Do we have it saved? I've got everything do. saved. Everything is okay. archived and saved. Uh, just for including fun, including the if, raw files. I just if this to is say too much work. Files. Yeah, if this is too much work, don't do it. I'm, or let me do it if you want to. But you got to send me the file. I'm gonna. I want to insert in the next few seconds. I'm gonna insert a little bit of us talking about Simon because you're gonna hear how bad the quality is and also just how. St- Stupid, we sound because we had no idea what to do and we were pretty drunk. Yes, oh my god, I really liked Odd Couple. Like, it's just like all of us in a tin fucking can. I tried to watch Biloxi Blues last night, uh, and I got too drunk. uh, Let's talk about Marvel. Let's talk about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Well, we do those remote watches together, and Scott would stay up through the end of the movie, and Bailey and I would pass out and be like, Hello, guys. during Hi. Munich, Hi. Casablanca. Yeah. Are you guys still there? Um, oh, Casablanca was the that big was the one. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, but I'm gonna insert a little bit of the Neil Simon thing, right? Put it in there. Right? Stick it in there. I'm gonna yeah. stick it in. I'm gonna insert it. Yeah, we'll insert, insert it. Insert right? it. Insert it. Here, CJ. Wow, that was, that was really <laughs> clean, guys. Uh, we're each members of the Sacred Fools Theater Company. Uh, we get together each week to talk about plays and playwrights that we have strong opinions on, and we discuss, debate, and disseminate them all. This is uh, our first recording not, session. Not, not to interrupt, but uh, we can love, we could hate, mm. or we could be absolutely indifferent to them. And I think as this episode plays out with this particular playwright, I think we're going to find that all three positions are covered here. I yes. That's absolutely the He's case. He's not liking, <laughs> and then I think we might have somebody who's just meh. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that yeah. was great, right? Okay. We were yeah. we were we were not on our Babes A game in the woods. yet. We talked we were, about something. We were on you know our, like what? our E game. Yeah. May it be written down in the log. I'll note that it. Noted. Even though noted in the log, please. Mm-hmm. I can't even say that right. Um, that. It, I look back on that now, and yeah, like, we've learned a lot. The pod has gotten way, way better. We're better indi- as individuals. But also, like, I always wanted to podcast. And for quarantine, like, I learned how to make soup. But also, I worked with my friends and made a podcast. Yeah. And we still oh, have yeah. a podcast. And, like, I love doing this. And I'm I'm still in it. Like, I'm still having a great fucking time. I'm still learning a bunch. So, like, yeah. zero regrets. And Top I'm really glad soups, to be here. Go. Top three soups. Roasted red pepper. That's number one. Vegetable. Okay. And egg drop. 
Ooh. Oh, nice. Yeah, that, that with got... a little bit of toasted sesame oil and green onion on top. Is that red, roasted red pepper? <laughs> I'm not a. I haven't been. Who are your a soups? Big... Who are your soups? I like a good chili. I make a mean chili. Uh, I've won a, a contest. Chili soup, man. I'm a, I don't know. a chili's a stew, and a stew's a soup, so it's a soup. You're okay, right. Keep fine. going. Keep going. Uh, <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. Chili. chili. Yeah. Um, no, I, I do like a good uh, like lobster or seafood bisque. Okay. And then Solid, I'm. Uh, I am. I I do make a pretty mean, straight up classic. Um, chicken noodle soup oh mm. solid delicious and yeah. i like changing that up with the noodles with brown rice yeah makes it slightly slightly healthier i'm a uh clam chowder broccoli cheddar mm. and straight potato oh of. man those are some fucking bread bowl soups uh, bread from... bowl those are cornbread soups podcast you get down on that cornbread no i'm pre- <laughs> i'm preparing us because there's gonna be a lot of ranking on this episode because as we all know bailey loves ranking shit <laughs> You sure shit do, buddy. You sure, I sure shit do. <laughs> sure Love shit. ranking sure shit. In shit fact, do. I just... Oh, well, I have a Twitter account called Bailey Loves Ranking Shit. You can look mm-hmm, it up. Mm-hmm. Where I just rank shit all the time. And I got retweeted recently because I told a story about getting on the Burger Report on the Patreon for Blank Check. Oh, that's uh, so cool. Yeah, so awesome. So fun. And it, they retweeted it, and it's blown up my account a little bit. I, I went from 17 followers followers to 43. I have 43 followers. That's followers. over. That's double. That's more than 50. I'm doing increase. all right. Yeah. I'm doing all right. Doing uh, very excited about it. But no, we're going to be ranking a lot of shit today. And I love that. So I, I think we should just get, let's get into it because we're going to reminisce on the season. We're going to talk about some things. If you are a listener and you want to send us your rankings of things we've covered, I want to hear them. Please send them to us. Yeah. And we will read them anytime oh, yeah, on the that'd podcast. Be great. Yeah, rank we them. mentioned it last week as well, but I just like please like send us anything. We just like interacting with y'all. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I also have some weird questions to ask you guys later, just to like Sweet. throw yeah. some shit at you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what do we want to start with? Do we want to start with plays? Sure, whatever. Either Top 10 way. plays. Either way, sure. I can do that. I think we start with plays because playwrights is a little bigger. It's a little This heftier. is the one I cheated on. <laughs> what are you cheating for? You'll see, you'll see. Okay, so <laughs> we're going to do our top 10 plays that we have covered. Now, I understand that early in the, you know, we mentioned like Churchill, we did like 14 plays each and they were all different. <laughs> so there might be some like different things in here but for the most part we read the same plays starting around season Mm -hmm. two and yeah Mm -hmm. uh okay i'm excited about this now i will say this i will say it say it i forgot about shakespeare when i made these things but then Eh. i thought back on it and i I was like actually he doesn't need to be in here so it doesn't matter no i i I, I, yeah i i didn't include him we we've always kept shakespeare kind of as his own entity he's his own entity and we can talk about it i would like to know eh. no Disagree. That's how I feel. <laughs> you, 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 because none of these playwrights exist without him. So he's above so. and beyond. <laughs> I would argue Paula Vogel exists without anyone. First of all, oh, and second, I'm just kidding. Turn it down enough. Uh, <laughs> what was? But what was everybody's criteria? Ooh, yeah, we love what, a bit of context. Yeah, what was your criteria for your Stage? top Just well, cheating? You're, that was your criteria? Just being <laughs> um, No, I, I, I use a couple different things. I liked the, the tool that Scott has used over the last couple seasons of what 
popped into my mind first. Yeah. Mm. Because because first I just made a list of ones that I remembered, and then I looked back a little. And I was like, oh yeah, that one. Yeah. So I used that, and then some of them are because I think they're super excellent plays. Like they're like this playwright's best play, and there's a couple of them that are pure purely selfish picks. So mine's like a mix mm. of things. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bales. Uh, similar. I honestly, like what was really frustrating for me was the amount of things that were left off the list Mm -hmm. and I kept rearranging and rearranging and rearranging. And at some point I had to go, you know what, what are the ones that I think about the most and what are the ones that just like, when I think about them, I go, ah. (laughs) you know because sometimes and that can happen with a really fucked up play like but like sometimes Mm -hmm. you just get that like comfort where you're like oh right i feel really taken care of Mm -hmm. when i read or see that play Mm -hmm. and it was hard for me because there were ones that when I, i i went back through my old rankings and i was like i had ranked things over other things before and then when i went back to it, i was like actually i don't know i think i like this one better oh yeah as i've um, lived with things tough. my rankings have changed for sure totally yeah. totally yeah what uh you, what about you squid uh mine was similar i tried to i i sort of did what cj said and um i went straight forward and and just what were the ones that were off the top of my head and then I kind of wanted to be careful, so I did a new old thing in in two ways. I did this for playwrights and for the plays, where I wanted to make sure I gave fair fairness to those early writers and early plays that we read in two years ago. And then I also wanted to make sure I found a balance between new and old in terms of like literally where uh, chronologically mm-hmm. things lived. And then, you know... M- one of my big tests is is endurance, like how long are, have we been talking about this play and, and yeah. that sort of thing. And that infected it uh, as well. But then there were just some pure surprises that I just – I just like CJ said, I just was like, I just fucking love this play. And in a year yeah. or two, maybe my, my passion for it will have waned or changed, but uh, I'm going for it. So, yeah, right on. Absolutely. Okay, well, let's do it. I want to hear them. Uh, who wants to start? CJ Cheater, you want to go for it? Yeah. <laughs> C J- stands for Cheater. C stands for Cheater. J stands for Jesta. A je- cheetah Jesta. Jesta. Uh, am I going to do all of my plays at once? No, yeah. Think... Do you want to go 10, 10, 10, 9, 9, 9? I'm okay with that. Actually, that's interesting. It just takes way longer. Right. Why don't we do all of our top 10 plays each? And then uh-huh. we can. And then we can do the loop around for the playwrights, maybe. Okay. We'll do you. Okay, do it. you want any explanation after these plays? Because I have a little bit. If you not, have a little a tidbit, bunch. throw it at us. Okay, cool. Throw us the tidbit. All right, here we go. Yeah. Number number 10, Incident at Vichy. Wow. Uh, it's disturbing how appropriate this play still is. Yeah. Uh, I kind of mm- forgot about it. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Nice. Number nine, August Osage County. Mm. It's yeah. Not, it's not my personal favorite Let's Play, but I definitely think it's his best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, eight, Art. Pure selfish pick. I am dying to do this play, and I think it's a rather perfect comedy. Yeah. Um, Seven, In the Next Room. It was kind of another selfish pick, but also, like, I have this dream of this show happening somewhere in the Midwest or the Bible Belt. Like, I want that to be at a theater there. The vibrator play. (laughs) Also, I'm stepping back one, and I apologize, but art. Yes, please. We... 
delete this if, the, if this is pretentious and stupid, but the three of us should just get the rights to do it as a radio play and put it out as a podcast. Yeah. Oh my god! I would love it! I would Wouldn't love that be it. really fun? Yes, yes, it would. Let's it's like, do it's it. like a third of the cost to do it radio, right? Or something? I don't know. Right. I, let's do okay. it. Okay. Uh, six. How I Learned to Drive. Mm. All hail Vogel. Um, I want it to be done at the RNC. <laughs> um, let's see. Five. This is one of my cheats. Uh, Book of Grace and Top Dog Underdog. Okay. Um, okay. Book of Grace, though, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Didn't that live with you, like, really hardcore? It lived with me really hardcore. And Top Dog Underdog, um, as we discussed it, because we kept bringing that play up, mm-hmm. it grew on me even more. And I love her so much. And I had to put at least one of her plays in there. And I, at this point, I can't pick between the two of them. Okay. Uh, four, True West. I don't think it's Shepard's best play, but it's my favorite. <laughs> okay. Uh, number three, The Goat or Who is Sylvia. Sylvia. Uh, purely selfish pick. I'm dying to play Stevie. I'm dying to see the show again. I just love it. Um, uh, two, Le Blanc. This was my number Ooh. one play in season two. Yeah. It's, it's, I can't believe it's not done more often. And also mm-hmm. I have a bucket list role in there of yeah. Charlie. Yeah. And then one, and I cheated on this one, uh, sweat and intimate apparel. That's because top, you didn't you did a top twelve list. Top twelve. That's how you cheated. You have to delete two. <laughs> you have to delete them. You have no. to delete them. No. If you had to delete two from that list, what would they yeah, be? Yeah, what would they be? They would be I guess they'd be the bottom two then. Incident at Vichy and August Osage, because oh, fuck oh, those then. Fine, jerks. But that's my top ten. <laughs> What's your number one? Intimate and and sweat. Yeah, nice. yeah. Goddamn, I uh, I loved that miniseries so fucking much. It was so fun, and they're yeah. doing Intimate Apparel at Long Beach Long Beach Playhouse right now. So we mm-hmm. should go. We yes. should go, please. Oh man, I'm kind of upset by my list now, y'all. Uh, also, uh. King Headley the Second would have made my top ten, but we didn't cover it. But I did read it because I dug the August Wilson miniseries so much. Mm, yeah, interesting. Come on, Bales. Come on, buddy. Bailey, you're next. Okay. You won't be satisfied, and when we do this for the 200th episode, it'll be completely different. I know. (laughs) It's really upsetting because, like, like I just want to mention because you got a couple honorable mentions, technically, kind Mm -hmm, of. mm -hmm. I do. I have to mention the seagull, Mm. but it's not on my list, and it Mm -hmm. like makes me so sad. It was the one I kept trying to get on there, and then I kept being like, it just doesn't fit. It's just not on here anymore, and it sucks. Um, Because we've just read so many fucking good plays. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, another shout-out is LeBlanc. Another shout-out is True West. None of these made my list. Okay, here we go. Number 10, Gem of the Ocean, August Mm -hmm. Wilson. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Number 9, same as CJ, August Osage County. Well, technically Mm -hmm. it was her 11. But August Osage (laughs) County is number 9. That used to be your favorite play of all time. Crazy. Yeah. Right? I, I was hoping someone would remember that. That used to be my favorite oh, yeah, play of that's... all time. Yeah. And it has d- diminished because we have – I feel like my brain has stretched so far as a reader now yeah, because of yeah. this podcast that even things that I, of course, had read and seen before August Osage County are ranking higher. It's very interesting. Okay, here mm-hmm. we go. Number eight, which is CJ's number six. Number eight for me is How I Learned to Drive, Woo. Paula Vogel. Number seven, Top Dog, Underdog. Mm. 
Book of Grace is another shout out, obviously, but Top Dog Underdog was the one that had to live on this list for me. Number six, Waiting for Godot. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Number five, blasted exclamation point, Sarah Kane. Mm-hmm. 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 Number four, Sunday in the Park with George, mm-hmm. which we will be doing at the Pasadena Playhouse next season I'm in our Sondheim Festival, including yep. also a Bernadette Peters concert and <gasps> a little night music and <sighs> Into the Woods. And it's very exciting. Okay. And number three, Annie Baker's The Flick. <gasps> mm, that, you oh, love that fucking play. I love play. that fucking play. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes that's my favorite play of all time, and sometimes it's not. Uh, but today it was the, the, the number three, The Flick. And uh, number two, Ass Ass Ends. Oh, I knew that was going to be up there. Had to be up there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Assassins. And number one. Tony Kushner's part one and two of Angels Ooh. in Oh, America. so you cheated too. Ah! No, those are the same play. That's now, your here's top the thing. 11. No, the, no, that's one yeah. play. And the reason I say that is because I just went and saw it a few weekends ago. Yes. A uh, uh, friend of mine, Mikey Mulhern, put it up with his company, Foolish Productions. And they did it at the Broadwater, actually. Mm-hmm. And I saw all eight hours of it and its glory. Mm. And it was a reminder to me of mm. how untouchable that play is. It is from top to bottom to me one of the most perfect things ever written. And I think even if you do it poorly, it can't, it, it's still the text. Mm. It's still mm-hmm. what it, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. you, it can't, it's really undeniable to me. And I, I, I can hear that, Scott, that it's, it, it's two plays, but the, because I saw it in its entirety, it felt, it, it, it I have to, it's one play. It's one play to me. I don't know. Okay. I get it. All right. All right. All right. All right. Not All right. You, wouldn't, you wouldn't ever just see part two. Sure. Sure. Right. I right. mean, I guess you could, but you'd be lost as fuck. Yeah. It's right? like I don't know. at home at the zoo. <laughs> but like Harry Potter and the Cursed Child is two parts that have two different titles. It's is true. that one play? You don't see. All right. Well. Okay. We'll debate. Well, fuck J.K. Um, Rowling. Okay, uh, fuck that turf forever. Okay, Scott, let's hear him. I'm excited. All right. You know what was amazing, just quick digression, is the plays that made it on the list by writers who didn't make my top ten. Same. Yep. Same. Yeah, and, Same. There's, uh, and so we'll, t- we'll talk about the playwright uh, criteria in a moment. All right, yeah, number, yeah, yeah, number yeah. my honorable mention, mm-hmm. my honorable mention, The Scriker. <laughs> that was your Fucking number, was one, your in number one. one. It was. Wow. Things have changed. Of that season. But, I, yeah, but yeah, I'm okay. still obsessed with that play. Obsessed with it. Like, it's just, it trips me out. Number yeah. 10. Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? I All just, right. Yeah. Oh, Good man. Play. I didn't even think of that one. Good play. Damn. Good play. I had to, I, I just had to. My Albie boner has diminished pretty deeply after that. Yes, it has. That, for me, yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. But, but, but still, it was, I, that play is undeniable. Keep totally. going. Um, number nine, Intimate Apparel. That play, mm-hmm. I, I, I hemmed and hawed about whether it was really in my top ten or if it was because it was a recent read, but it just stuck with me. It was my favorite of hers, I think. And I can't believe Nottage didn't make my ten plays, but I love those that we read so deeply. It yeah, sucks, me too. But me too. I just couldn't. That, that body couldn't work do was, it. Was crazy. Yeah, I couldn't. Oh God. Yeah, okay. Damn it. Uh, okay, number eight, The Flick. 
Annie Baker. Mm. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, love yeah. it. Yeah, what totally love it. Um, number seven, The Homecoming by Harold Pinter. That, wow. that play got under my skin. It, it stayed with me. There's some yeah. roles in it that I want to play, and uh, yeah, all of that. Uh, see, uh, so number we go after seven. We go to number six, August Osage County. Um, and uh, just because of our conversations about it, Bailey's passion about it, it has still stayed with me. And like, you can't deny that play for me. It's so good. So good. good. Okay. Ready? Um, number five. And that was our first mini series ever. I'm so sorry. Our first mini series ever was, was Tracy Leds. The audio was really shit. And I say some kind of, we like all say some pretentious some, fucked up shit. Sure, we totally all of us did. All of us did. But it's good. Okay, we still right. do. Yeah. <laughs> number five. Number five. Uh, number five was how I learned to drive. Um, and that made both of our lists. Play. All three of our lists. All three of our that lists. Is, Sorry. That is undeniable. It's, so it was number five for Scott. Number six for Siege. Number eight for me. But it's that's an undeniable play, and I, mm-hmm. I can't. And I, it's so amazing that it's getting those Tony noms right now too. Yeah, I'm really thrilled for it, and. Um, we we had talked about it recently in in regards to another play that we had all read and uh, a, a play that had a villain in it and the construction of this villain just blew me away. Number four, True West. Yes. True West. Yeah. yeah. I I I just can't skirt. We that both play. had the same number four. Did we? Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah. I just mention yeah. I cannot me. cannot uh, cannot Great escape play. it. Yeah. Number three. The piano lesson. Mm, like, I yeah. just... We'll get more into it when we talk Good about play. the playwrights, but goddamn, that fucking play. Um, yeah. Number two, Angels in America, part one, Millennium Approaches. That's... Okay. Okay. <laughs> that's the only reason I gave you guff. At got all. it, it's got like, it. Because okay. I was like, ah, I gotta, I gotta pick my one. Oh, I uh, see. Well, if I had to choose, it would be part one. Right. That's true, yeah. Uh, and then number one, um, uh, Un Entendre Godot, Waiting for Godot, is number yeah. one. It is, um, I think, all of these plays in 100 years will be maybe not forgotten, but they won't be done. Waiting for Godot will still have, still be getting the same reaction. It's, yeah. it, it's the endurance um, for me. Yeah, there right. we go. That's, those are three fucking great lists. Mm-hmm. I think like so those too. are great lists. Like I can't you you can't be mad at any of them. Like mm-hmm. that's that's a semester's worth of work. You know what I mean? Like if you were teaching basic theater, basic playwriting, or script deconstruction, that's a fun, all those are three great fucking lists to put up there. Mm-hmm. Love true. it, love it. All right, uh, y'all. I think right. it's um I think it's time for the the playwrights and I have to be honest I've been editing it as we've been talking. <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised at how quickly I, I sat down and I wrote the whole list, and we should probably read the whole list and let everybody know. Yeah, yeah, I'll all do of that. the ones. Um, excuse me. <laughs> Pardon me. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah, sorry, but. After I wrote them all down, I quickly was able to get it down to like twelve or thirteen, yeah. and then and then fairly quickly got it from there. So, um, and but then again, was totally surprised at the playwrights whose bodies of work just stuck with me, who I put up in the that upper echelon versus like there's some in here that I don't have on my top ten plays list, 
Oh, yeah. me too. Me too. You know, so yeah. I, I just it was it just was an interesting study in that in that regard. Same. All right, y'all. Do you want to hear the all the playwrights that we've ever covered in in chronological order? Yep. Let's sure. do it. Here we go. We started with Tracy Letts. Hmm. We then did Arthur Miller. Yep. Carol Churchill. Yep. We did Tony Kushner in two parts, just mm-hmm. like Angels in America. Mm-hmm. We did Christopher Durang. We did Anton Chekhov. Mm-hmm. Annie Baker. Mm-hmm. Stephen Sondheim. Mm-hmm. Samuel <laughs> Beckett. Sarah Kane. Paula Vogel. Yes. We did Shakespeare's comedies. And then we did Sam Shepard. Mm-hmm. August Wilson. Mm-hmm. Sarah Rule. Was that a... Mm-hmm. Was that a Coke, Coke Zero, Coke No Sprite. It was a soda no stream. Zero? My bad. Oh, it was a soda, soda, soda stream. Oh, okay, got it. Sarah Rule, Tennessee Williams, mm. Lorraine Hansberry, Eugene Ionesco, Terrence McNally. We also covered talk radio at that point, which was really fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, Terrence McNally, Yasmina Reza, Lynn Manuel Miranda, Susan Laurie Parks. Henrik Ibsen, David Henry Huang, Dear Evan Hansen, <laughs> um, uh, Rogers and Hammerstein, Harold Pinter, Edward Albee, Lynn Nottage. And that is all we have done so far. It's been a pisser of a season two. Like, I feel like season three has been, I have enjoyed reading and researching and watching the stuff. This season, I think even more so than any of the other seasons. It's been a really hot season. I agree. Yeah. yeah. We've been covering some kind of weirder stuff, too, that maybe isn't like the first person you think of when you think of the great playwrights, but these are still the great playwrights. You right. know what I mean? Right. Uh, okay. All right. Why don't we pass off 10, 10, 10? Okay. 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm a little upset by my list right now, but I think I'm going to have to get over it. I'm okay. standing by my list. Who goes first? CJ. Okay. Number, number 10. 10. Um, Miller. I think Ooh, there are new, Miller. more informed ways to do his plays now, and that's what excites me. Mm. Love that. Scott? Uh, Yasmina Harissa. What's your favorite play of hers? Art. But art, I yeah. liked her. I, art. I like, I, I, art, it was art. the body of work. It was going from one to the other. And going, oh, shit, like, there's not a miss in here. And, Mm -hmm. you know, she gets criticized for her work being thin. I'm, you know, people, there's some critics who kind of dismissed her. But I'm like, all of this shit is really fucking, like, on point in terms of what it's trying to say and how it works. And the dialogue is fantastic. I agree. Uh, My number 10, I kept oscillating between two. And Mm -hmm. one of them, I, it's, I... I almost felt like I couldn't put on the list, but then I have someone else on the list who meets the same criteria, so it's kind of messed up. But th- this person, I feel like, has way more to write, mm-hmm. uh, but I love them. Lynn Nottage, number, mm. my number 10. Mm. I just think they have more to write. But then also Sarah Kane is on this list later, so, like, yeah. they, you know, it, where, same. like, it's that weird kind of thing where it's not, they can't write anymore, but, like, they didn't have a very big body of work, so it's, like, a hard thing to put. I mm-hmm. still put it. Okay, number 10 is Lynn Nottage for me. Okay. CJ number yeah, you can't beat that. Number nine, uh, Carol Churchill. Ah, Carol Churchill, eh? Carol Churchill. And I, it's crazy to me that, and I, I know I keep going back to the play Pigs and Dogs. The fact that a play like Pigs and Dogs came out of the same person that wrote The Scriker. Yeah, 
It's cool yeah. as shit. She's cool as shit. Yeah. Far Away is another one of those that sticks with me a lot of yeah, her plays. You, you, and... you mentioned, you bring that up a lot, too. Yeah, I directed it in college, so it just, it's, it really sticks with me. And then Top Girls is, I mean. Forget about it. And Cloud yeah. Nine is just, ugh. Oh, we love it. Okay. Uh, Scat, number nine. Number nine, Sarah Kane. Mm, um, wow. She is probably yeah. the person that I end up having conversations with about the most when I mentioned that, Oh, I do a theater podcast. We talk about playwrights. Oh, do you, what do you think about Sarah Kane? Have you done Sarah Kane? What do you think about Sarah Kane? And I think that she's one that we talked about it with her stuff, but she's just such an original voice and unlike anything else that was going on. And the tragedy of losing her is, is, is still stings, but those plays blasted. Oof. Reread that now, today, and then talk about what's going on in Ukraine and, and the horrors that are happening. Boy, I haven't yeah. even thought about that. <laughs> it's timely It's timely and timeless at the same time. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. What's your number nine? Is? My number nine is uh, Harold Pinta. Hello, nice. Hello, Pinta. Hello. Yes. Um, here's one of my questions for later, okay? Uh, I was going to save it, but I'm going to just say it. Yeah. If Carol Churchill and Harold Pinter had a fight, who would win? Oh, Carol Churchill. <laughs> yeah, Pinter might be able to outrun her because of his. I feel like he's scrappy. I like he's 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 probably would go for her ankles. Like he'd have little knives and he'd cut her like Achilles tendon yeah, or something. I, I don't so know too. why I'm seeing him as this tiny man and Carol. I think like she would. I think she muscle bound woman. <laughs> we acted out. Should we see what happens? <laughs> Hello, Carol. Uh, apparently today we, we, we've come I'm to gonna fight. step on you, Harold Pinto. Oh, fuck you! <laughs> she um, just sticks a pen uh, in his neck. Oh. <laughs> um, what's <laughs> interesting is when I went back and was doing so my... So apparently Carol would win. Okay. Carol would win, yeah. <laughs> but what's interesting is Carol Churchill and Harold Pinter were both very vocal advocates for Sarah Kane as yep. Blasted mm. was getting attacked and... Right. And all that, like they were like, no, you guys don't get it. What you don't get it? Like they got, yeah. it. Mm-hmm. they got, they mm-hmm. got her. Mm-hmm. Cool. cool connection for all three of our nines. Okay, yeah. number eight, Siege. Raisa. Yes, oh, Mina. Yeah, cool. I just love and her. You had art up there mm-hmm. on your list. Okay, I just Scott. Love her. Uh, Paula Vogel. Paula, we love Paula Vogel. Uh, yeah, uh, she's on my list as well. You'll see. Number eight. Susan Laurie Parks. Mm. She was Another your number person. one in season two. She was. Uh, mm-hmm. She is someone I think has a lot more to do. Mm-hmm. I think she's Word. got a lot more to do. Uh, we love her. We love Susan Laurie Parks. Okay. Uh, number seven, Siege. Let's. Let's. Tracy. Yeah, we love Tracy. Scott. Harold Pinta. <laughs> yeah. Harold Pinta's my number seven. Uh, I have to put Vogel there. Paula Vogel is my number seven. All nice. right. Yeah, All right. She, and and uh, multiple plays of hers have stuck with me. Not just uh, oh, sure. Body Awareness uh, by Annie Baker. And oh wait, wait, wait. Body Awareness is Annie Baker. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 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 Body Awareness by Annie Baker, and then that one, that other Paula Vogel one we read about. What is the name? Or her of the, brother. The yeah, one what about was her that brother called? dying? Uh, I'm looking it up. Shit. Those two, well, apparently it hasn't stuck with me in the right way, but those two have stuck with me. Is it the really Boston Waltz? No. no. Um, 
You said Vogel Baltimore Waltz. Baltimore Waltz. Baltimore yeah, Waltz. Baltimore Waltz. Those yeah. two have like really stuck with me too, and they're like they're shout outs, but I can't, you know. And Annie Baker didn't make my list, unfortunately. Spoiler alert. But uh but those two are, are, are plays that have really stuck with me in similar ways. And I wanna um shout out Vogel. We love Vogel. Okay, number six. Uh Huang. Henry Yeah, David Henry. I, he's awesome. <laughs> I just love how no matter what time period or place or type of people he's writing about, they're all written with compassion and also humor. Like his stuff was so much yeah, fun to read. Yeah. yeah. Let's go it. Um, number six, Eugene Ionesco. Yeah, he like was all one that of, fought for a spot on this list. Like all of his shit, you know, um, just stayed with me still like the whole body of work stayed with me so his his language play uh, his, his the playing around that he does with language excites me more than pretty much any other playwright right that we have covered but he was just, he was fighting he was scrapping for one of these one of these numbers he just didn't get it number six for me is august wilson Hmm. Ah. Uh, I thought he was going to be higher in fact he was at one point uh and then i just had to it, it kind of i sort of chunking down a little bit at people and then he got moved around and that's just where he ended up i thought he was gonna be higher but apparently august wilson's my number six all right all right number five number five shepherd i'll say it again american prophet <laughs> yeah right on yeah. uh my number five was lynn nottage i don't know if she in future w- would be that high maybe it was because sure. we did it so recently and i thought a lot about that yeah but I also was like every all all of her plays that we read um, just all hit me in the gut in different ways. And intimate apparel was you know soared for me. So absolutely, yeah. Lynn Nottage okay. number five. Okay, uh, my number five is Stephen Sondheim. Mm. Yeah, I love him. That's all. No, you I can't knock Stephen him. Sondheim. I I he was he was my honorable mention. Uh, he didn't make my top ten, but it it was a brutal fucking thing. So yeah, yeah. He's just to me, he's almost even on, and not obviously not as uh, prevalent, or uh, you know, not as many things written. But he's sort of on that Shakespeare level where it's like he he created a whole genre, like no, sure. like music theater can never. Oh be the yeah, same oh no, him, no, right? absolutely. You know? He changed changed that trajectory forever brilliantly. Yeah. Uh, number five. All right, number four. Siege. Four. Susan Laurie Parks. Susan. Yeah, Book she of was. Grace, dude. She, Fuck. She, <laughs> see, you guys loved Book of Grace. I, I loved that. I play. didn't care for it. <laughs> I thought, uh, like Top Dog, Underdog. Yeah, which almost made my top ten plays. And she was, she was and like Venus number thirteen. Yo, Venus was a great early play of hers that we read. I love. I that did play. like Venus. I didn't I think... dislike anything. I just I... didn't. Yeah, I think like Nottage, she writes about characters that you that no one is paying attention to or they're forgotten. Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. and people could go see her plays and be like, Oh my god, she's writing about me type yeah. of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm I'm super excited for her new stuff too. So mm-hmm. Okay. Um, my number four, Carol Churchill. <laughs> yeah. I just that body of work, like uh yeah. Uh, what a mind and to be that crazy diverse with everything she does man Oof. yeah yeah my number four is samuel beckett nice yeah i mean you know there's 
some things that rub me in weird ways about him when I, you know, when we got really nitty gritty about it and like the some of the things. But then I, I think about Happy Days and I think about how much I love Endgame. And then Godot is 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 Godot. You know, like mm-hmm. there's just, there's not, <laughs> yeah, I I couldn't not put him on here. Uh, there's some people that I think outrank him in my. In my heart, though. <laughs> right. No, I get. It. I get. Um, that. Number number three, siege. These are our Paula top three. Vogel. Paula Vogel. Yeah. yeah. I can't beat that. Can't beat yeah. that. I mean, fuck. She's on all of our top tens. Oh, guys, Scott. My number three was Mr. Sam Shepard. You can't beat that dude. Nope. You can't beat that dude. Like the the. And the evolution of him was really cool. Like that's our our big sub thing that we we sometimes don't talk about is the evolution of a playwright. Yeah. And his evolution is pretty fucking amazing. From where the early weird shit and and then, you know, a series of American classics like yeah, just blew me away. Hell yeah. yeah. My number three is Carol Churchill. Ah. It is. He made it on the list. We, we need to just get some people together and do some readings of some. Holy Hell yeah. Rock. yeah. Not you, Harold CJ. Uh, Bailey. Well, we won't do CJ. Oh. Yeah, yeah. No, there's no parts for you in her work. But <laughs> there's <I> think... nothing <laughs> for you. You know what? You're right. There's like ten parts for you in every <laughs> one there's of like, the really, it's like... Uh, yeah. No, it's Cur- Churchill, dude. Tur- yeah, Churchill. I don't, what else can you say? I, I feel like this podcast is us just being like, yeah, because I'm duh. waiting for her like, go to... Go listen to the episode. I'm, I gush for three hours. I'm, I'm waiting for her... Uh, wow, morbid. No. <laughs> but I feel like that she's on we, she's on the verge of getting a Nobel Prize, you know. I think so too. The way too. that Beckett I'm... got one late in his very late in his life, and yeah, I, I think that that body of work is is extraordinary. The amount I'm really of interested in just like like you said, like doing readings, putting up her work as much as possible. I yeah, especially I in America, because I don't feel like I don't feel like America knows Carol Churchill as well as like it's true. No, and there's she does some very distinctly British political Hell stuff yeah. that yeah. you know that that, that isn't necessarily you know, yeah yeah Which but also America like, should know more about 100%. well that's totally we got absolutely. it all from yeah, it's know. under our rug we yeah, like yeah. to sweep it there totally all okay right. number wait Scott yeah. is it you wait number wait, no. two yeah we're we doing. doing? We're doing number two. I forgot. Okay, CJ, number two. <laughs> CJ, do your number two. August Wilson. He was, I think, the only playwright we've covered that when we were done with that miniseries, I went and read all of his plays. Yeah. Loved him. Yeah. Scott. My number two is August Wilson. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think that, um, and I, I, I'm saddened to say that it was probably his passing that, led to this but i think that he is the great american playwright uh above o'neill now above miller now above williams um he's just and and we we talked about it so much during the series the pleasure of reading his plays right which isn't always the case like i wish more people would em- try and emulate him yeah. The pleasure of reading those stage well, all those Pittsburgh psych that Pittsburgh psych uh, yeah, the whole thing beautiful. all of them so uh, I mean Jim and, of the Ocean made my list like yeah. I mean and Fences should have honestly I it's kind of weird that it didn't but I, but Jim of the Ocean is just to me I've said it's I think it's a perfect play I, I said it on our August Wilson many mm-hmm. I think he's a genius I like I said I wish I 
could have ranked him higher is just in my heart deeply. Like, it just wasn't. Yeah, but no, you're right. He's the you father know, of American playwright. Yeah. Well, and, and that he doesn't have a, a, a miss. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, yeah. he doesn't have a miss. They're all fucking good. Yeah. Plus, he's a poet, and his his body of work in the poetry world is just... Uh, well, and the poetry the comes out in his plays, too. So Absolutely. Much. Yeah. And in his stage directions. Like, yes. oh, yeah, everything. We love him. Uh, who's your number two, Bale? My number two was... I had to do it. I think I had to. I love her. Sarah. It's Sarah Kane. Oh, right on. She's wow, my number that's two high. playwright. Like, maybe of all time. Like, she's up there. She's really... I love her. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we would have been best friends. Yeah. No. Probably not. She probably would have hated me. Okay, so, uh, <laughs> number one. This is, the, this is the big one, y'all. Number one. I want to hear it. And I want to point out... Uh, my top play is Angels in America. Kushner did not make my top ten. Same. Flick is my number three. Baker did not make my Same. top ten. This was oh, hard yeah. for me. Uh, okay. My number two, Hansberry, didn't make it to my list. Oh, LeBlanc yeah. is... God, LeBlanc is so good. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> number one, Lynn Nottage. Yeah! That's fun. Good. I loved her fucking shit so we, much. Let's go see <laughs> I in a minute. I, we yeah. gotta go see in a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because that might change. That She might boost up on my list really high after seeing it. Uh, but I just, after reading them, um, I just feel like she's got so much more to do and I'm so excited about that. Right. Well, and the best part about my list, all but like three of them are still alive and still writing. So So like it's, I'm stoked about it. Yeah. That's sick. (laughs) Right. All right, Scott, who's your number uno? Uh, Samuel Beckett. Yeah. Um, Yeah. yeah, this dude, um, first of all, it's because he became to writing plays out of an organic need to write a play. Yeah. Not because of grad school, not because of, I want to study playwriting. He didn't give a shit. What he, he had to, to do had to be done in that medium. He couldn't figure out any other way to do it after yeah. having written novels and endless essays mm. and all that, that he had an idea that could only be expressed in theater. And then the result of that is one of the most timeless plays ever. There's, and like creates an entire basically like genre of, theater oh yeah and and the timelessness to it too and i i talk about that a lot but all of his plays are timeless there is nothing that holds them in place there's nothing to identify them as a an era or a time or anything like there's no pop culture reference in anything that he does it's brilliant ideas executed to he also i feel like he's the kind of person who's doing like really existential discussion in his work but it's in a, a way that someone a 14 year old would understand with no issue well all those prisoners right, in a good all the way. time all yeah, the times exactly. they did the godot at, at the prisons and yeah. the prisoners were like i got it i get it yeah. i totally get it 100 <laughs> what's your number one bailey y'all my number one is someone who didn't get a single play on my top 10 it's all right that doesn't make any sense it doesn't compute number one Sam Shepard. Word, dog. Word. I don't know it's what it is. Of, it's the body. It's because yeah. you can go to all of those volumes, and we all have them on our bookshelves, of those Sam Shepherds and pull it and, and read a play and go, that's fucking badass. There's some that are first, certainly greater than others. but first yeah. monologue I ever learned was from Fool for Love. Uh-huh. The first play I ever directed was Cowboy Mouth. 
Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, it's really hard for me. To, oh yeah. It's really hard for me not to just be in love with him. And then also as an actor, I, I've always really adored him. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I just like pull out like mud or, or even the August Osage County movie just to watch his opening monologue, just like feel something again. Right. Yeah. Uh, it makes me so sad that he's gone. Yeah. A lot of my list is, is gone actually. Interestingly enough, Pinter, mm-hmm. Wilson, Sondheim, Beckett, Kane, Shepard. I mean, that's mm-hmm. over half my list. And I, uh, makes me really sad, but Shepard is my guy. Shepard's yeah. my guy, y'all. Fuck. I didn't think he would be. He was. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's awesome. And like, like I said, that was the, like Kushner didn't make my list, my top 10 list, but angels did. And Kushner yeah. was like, he was like Same. along with Sondheim, Susan Laurie Parks, like where I was like, uh, I got to put him in here and then just couldn't quite do it. Could, you know, Kushner's so dense anyway, but no, man, I'm not mad at Sam Shepard. I'm not mad at Lynn Nottage. Those are two amazing amazing choices i mean lynn nottage is on top of her game i don't know if anybody else is quite as hot she got an opera a musical and a play <laughs> all running in new yeah. york at the same time yeah and she's got other projects too she's doing like site specific you know art installations she's got shit. time well and on our 200th episode we'll have these three <clears throat> people on to present sure, uh, sure yeah. yeah yeah beckett shepherd and nottage will all be here um <laughs> That would uh, okay. be an amazing theater festival. It Maybe would. we should we should do that. We should do the theater theater pod festival. Ooh, that'd be kind and of we fun. do a should we do a Beckett we do a Beckett a Shepherd and a Nottage. Done. All right. Somehow. Let's do it. We'll get yeah. the rights and okay. I'll pay for it myself yeah. after the money we make from this podcast. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I wanna hear y'all and this can be different. Like I really wanna know what has been your top three or even just your favorite if, you, if it's too hard to think about what have been your favorite mini series that we've done not playwright not like like just like the episodes were great like what does that make sense is that a weird yes. question i don't know um i've loved the pam ones i i, I yeah. generally like the 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 guests of all we've had amazing guests um and we should shout them out but but pam just brings this energy and uh we talk about her every episode and I bumped into her at the plunge the other night. Uh, we had a little fringe mixer and got to, you just give her a hug. I hadn't given her a hug in so long. And it was just like, I, we talk, I talk about you every week. <laughs> um, so like, uh, yeah. Um, you know, and fighting with her about the greatest showman. <laughs> yeah. Her, that was fun. Watching her face. As I was Sam Shepard's was a really hot mini series. I put uh, Shepard on my list. Raza yeah. was a really hot miniseries. Yeah. And I thought Nottage was hot as fuck. Nottage was really hot. And, uh, and R&H. R&H is a hot Oh, yeah. With Kilo oh. was, was a great one. Yeah. I yeah. also put Pinter, the Pinter miniseries down, yeah. too. Because yeah. we and, fucking oh. kicked that thing's ass. And Vogel. Vogel with Natalie. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. classic. Yeah. Yeah. And yes. every time we've had Casper on. Like, we... we this... <sighs> I love this podcast. Oh, fucking okay. Raphael. I love y'all, but I love Raphael this Raphael Clemens oh. in the August Wilson one. Oh, when watching our episode. faces with our jaws agape as he's like, yeah, I was hanging out with August at Yale. Larry yeah. Fishburne. And Larry Fishburne. Sam Jackson. Uh, I know. Yeah, I knew them, those guys. And like <laughs> just the, his knowledge and his passion for it all was, was just a pleasure. It was just so cool to have him around. Can I ask kind of a sad question? Sure. Yeah. 
What were your least favorite play and least favorite playwright that we've covered? Oh, man. Okay. I'm going to say we're about to get to our least favorite play. I'm calling it. Okay. <laughs> and next what, week. What, what miniseries is that on? It's going to be the next miniseries. Which is called what? Uh, Night Podther. <laughs> <laughs> or have... no, Cast Podther. No, that's way too sweaty. No, I like Cast Podther. I like either that ca- It has to be either Cast Mother or Night Podther. I like Night Podther better, but I think Cast Podther is the best. People will riot in the streets. <laughs> All five hundred of them. Yeah, they will. It'll uh, it'll ruin a, a, a twenty fifty of them will be in blocks. Greece. Yeah. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Um, so I'll say that my least favorite, at least miniseries, and maybe my least favorite playwright, simply because of. We don't have the body of work yet. Was Lin Manuel? I mean, my least favorite was Bring It On. I, I wrote uh, that down. Bring It On. Bring It On was definitely my least favorite thing. That that thing was an abomination. Yeah, <laughs> I'm still angry. Pierre Gint it. was a pain in the ass to get through. Like, yeah, Ibsen's Pierre Gint was my least favorite thing. I think we read the discussion made me feel differently about that play, and I thought we had good talk on it. But getting through that play was a fucking slog. It was tough. He was and 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 the bitch of that was is that. Um, that's another playwright whose evolution is unbelievable. Absolutely. Sure, how he sure. went from that to a doll's house, yeah. and, which is still like, it, it it vibrates with, with poignancy and, and timeliness even yeah. now. And then Hedda is just like, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I'm just now thinking if that's going to be coming up in our next mini series too, if we're going to be bringing up Hedda, I don't know. It's been a while mm. since I've read night mother, but oh, yeah, a little bit. Uh, yeah. Um, well, okay. My least favorite playwright I think we've covered, if I, if I'm, which sucks because I love her plays, Mm -hmm. but I was just, if I had to choose from the playwrights, I think my least favorite playwright is Sarah Rule. And Mm -hmm. I, and I hate that because I think In the Next Room is fucking genius. I think Eurydice is really great. Mm -hmm. And I think... Melancholy play, which is my favorite of her plays, is Almonds. Almonds mm-hmm. is is transcendent. But I just look through this list. Sure. And comparatively, I think it's tough. Um, it raises lower for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I. But again, like I love, I love the three plays we read of hers. Sure. Mm. Yeah, yeah I, I. We just I have had similar... some miniseries that didn't crackle as much because sure. the plays. I mean, you know, yeah. Reza writes about like her stuff is sophisticated and it's talking about relationships yeah. and the art world and stuff. It's I've not also as seen ex- God of Carnage like nine times. And I think maybe it's just like drilled into my head a little bit. <laughs> sure. Where I'm like, yeah, fucking Reza, but like but, I do love her. Um, mm-hmm. so, yeah, Sarah Rule falls into a similar category for me. I love in the next room. Eurydice is like, like, eh, but when we go back she's the one that i consistently go sarah rule what did she do and then i then i remember and then i'm like ah you know melancholy play was great in the next room i think is her masterpiece you know at least right now she got a lot of time uh, tennessee williams didn't make any of our lists plays or play right I, he for, was fun to talk about, though. That yeah, Maggie that was a Smith fun story. Is one of my favorites. Solid mini. <laughs> oh yeah, the Maggie Smith story. Well, it's also I, he didn't make my list because when I looked at the body of work, um, 
there's so many misses in it. There's so many yeah. shit where he's just drunk and he's pooping yeah. out stuff. And then, but then first... like Sweet Bird of Youth was like kind of a standout uh, for me, where I was yeah. like, oh shit, that that play rocks. That was Why my didn't I know this last play? season, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. And um, Chekhov and was kind of a boring miniseries. Yeah, yeah. I still Vanya almost made my top ten, and Chekhov was, you know, I sort of circled it. Um, Seagull's one of my favorite plays of all time, but it it didn't even make my my list here. But the, when I've li- re-listened it to check off, I tone I tune out a little bit. I'm always like, eh. He, and and he, well, he's he's also a hard nut to crack in so many yep. ways because it's not just about the language. There's also the the, the aura, the history, the aura that surrounds him. Not just about him, but the the ties to Stanislavski and you know the Moscow Art Theater and all that stuff becomes this sort of complicated. It's hard to just take his play and assess the play. And it's very hard to do his plays. His plays are, are hard. Yeah. You have to really have some people who really, who got some chops. Well, got, yeah, got some chops, but also you, you always need a director who's, um, you know, who's on their, on, on, on their toes and really gets it. And you also yeah. have to have a reason to do it. Like I just read a review, about a production of of Hamlet. Oh fucking! I'm not, it's not disparaging. Uh, but at, at uh, Antaeus, there's a new production of Hamlet happening, and the critic was like, "Yeah, this is good. It's it's well paced." And but why why did you do it? Like, what's your hook? Why are you doing that right now? Like, sure. other than to to try and tackle it, which is a perfectly legitimate reason to want to tackle one of drama's great things. Um, but it's like, oh, you know, and I think that that's the case with Chekhov is that sometimes people want to do Chekhov. Also, do we, Chekhov. Should, um, we should go see Metamorphosis at Noise with Anna. I keep forgetting about that. <laughs> I uh, okay, so <laughs> I, I wanted to shout out a couple of scenes that we did before a miniseries because a few times we've done, like, scenes and stuff. Some of my favorites have been when Scott and I did the Terrence McNally scene before our Cor- Corpus Christi discussion. Oh, yeah. Mm, yeah. That was really fun. I also really loved when CJ did uh, Sister Aloysius or whatever her name is. The, <laughs> oh, yeah. Durang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the Durang one. That was really fun. Uh, yeah. What about y'all? Can, can you remember any that were that you liked? Um, I really liked, not to toot my own horn, I really liked doing uh, the monologue from that Reza, uh, the, the oh, fuck, what's it called? Oh, it's just the it. two, two Unexplained Man it? or whatever. Yeah, the, yeah, the Unexplored Man, yeah. And, um... I, I really love that play and that monologue. What was it was called? Cool. That wasn't it. The un the hold on. Is now it unexpected? The man? unexpected man. The unexpected man. That was it. Um, it. mine. I'm I'm tooting my own horn. I was really glad that y'all let me do um, Friar Lawrence from Romeo and Juliet. That when was we did fun. Tragedies. Yeah. Uh, I love that speech. And then also, I think I can't remember who I did the scene with, but we did the shepherd play where I was the woman that had been just beaten crazy oh, lie of the mind that was, was fun. and i was terrified oh, yeah. of doing that scene and then it ended up going really yeah, well yeah. oh that's a great scene i forgot yeah. about yeah. that our sam shepherd actually now that i think about it our sam shepherd miniseries is our hottest miniseries it's one of my yeah. favorites yeah go it's back in my and top listen three. to it because we, we're all passionate we're all like really like okay and then this part in true west <laughs> what, what was so and funny corn growing in your backyard oh man <laughs> <laughs> well what was so funny was um when we started get you, you guys know how I feel about nostalgia, like, and, and, and Shepard was such a prime thing for me and 
in high school and going into college. It was Sam Shepard. You got Sam Shepard. And I was like, ah. And then you were like, ah, oh, fuck, I forgot. Like, that yeah. dude's a mm-hmm. badass. Like, and, and, um, and we've said this on a thousand miniseries, but it, he gets overdone at, like, Fringe and, uh, you know, other things yeah. like that. Yeah. 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 It's kind of annoying. Okay. Okay. Last two things that I wanted to a- a- ask you. One. Favorite movie we've watched for the pod. And two, who are you most looking forward to covering in the future? Whether they're on our list or not, like, who's a playwright oh, you really want to cover someday? I have someday? a couple that okay. I really want to cover. Okay, okay, so let me hear your movies first. CJ, what's, what's your favorite movie we've watched for Well, the pod? I don't... I let, I don't know. I've got a couple. Like my favorite ones have been when we've all watched stupid shit together. Like Diana well, or... Minor, minor showgirls. That was and, fun. And, and Tommy. Uh, what are, what are yours, Scott? What are you feeling? Oh man. Uh, well, I loved Show watching girls. Joe Dorowski's. Well, that was, fun. that was, fun. <laughs> that was good times. Um, that is my least favorite episode we've done. And it was, was a, and it was a real trip to revisit, uh, talk radio. Uh, that was fun. Cause that I hadn't was, seen it. Yeah. yeah. How good that was. And Great still race. Is. Yeah. That was fun. Great race was always I've, fun. I've enjoyed when we've gotten together and watched ridiculous stuff like yeah. dear evan hansen that outing was so much fun sound and of music I, live isn't everybody's favorite sound of the music live no sound of music i had so much fun that night our though. next in stuff is peter pan live which i it's right <sighs> behind me i bought it i can't i those On are my Blu-ray. favorite wa- those are my favorite watches i mean i always yeah. have a good time but i'm so excited yeah. uh okay okay uh what who are you looking forward to covering in the future who are you feeling uh, I, there's somebody that's on our list, um, and um, Brandon Jacobs Jake, Jenkins. Yes, Bra- Brandon Jacobs Jenkins. Yeah, um, I'm really excited to get into his stuff. Octoroon, uh, seeing the uh, recent production of it here in Los Angeles was really interesting. I don't know if I loved it. Um, I certainly mm. didn't hate it, but I don't know if I loved it. But he, it was so intriguing structurally thematically stylistically uh that i'm really excited to dig into him sage um i mean and i I, it's not because um, i'm really looking forward to the day that we cover andrew lloyd weber because oh yeah that'll be fun that is going to be a silly romp we should just do that next season that's great that's a great idea we got to do andrew okay but then i've been thinking of the fun 90s people too like jane martin or beth henley like those will definitely be fun niche little things yeah i for sure want to cover shanley at some point (gasps) yeah yeah i mean all the people that i did in college shanley henley martin i would actually really love to cover adam (laughs) all the people cj did in college (laughs) i was a virgin until i graduated uh, were you really i was oh right on i lost at the august after i graduated from college anyway bailey i'm sorry I would like to also potentially cover Adam Rapp. I know Let's people have like really intense opinions right. about him, but I think that'd be fun to talk about. Uh, we're covering uh, uh, Shange later this season, which mm-hmm. is, I'm very excited about. And then I think it'd be fun to do some like weirder, like hardcore old shit, like Afra Bane, or like you oh, know, like yeah. people like that. I mean, like we gotta that. get into Moliere. some restoration yeah. bullshit. Mol- yeah. I, Moliere's inevitable. Oh yeah, I, want, I really want to do Moliere. So that'll be uh, fun. or Marivo. I mean, if y'all will let me, I'm looking forward to Shakespeare's problem plays because those are my favorite Shakespeare. What do you mean, y'all will let me? What are you talking? Because about? it's always been on the on the docket. It's, it's oh, worth well, doing it. I feel like there's been so many conversations about like. 
like there aren't actually problem plays. And... That's what Scott says, but he's wrong. <laughs> no, 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 no. It, it's there's there's various the problem okay. plays are just because what what are the problem plays? There there's no specific list for that. There are people who say it's the later stuff, and then there are people that are talking about I, taming I think... of the shrew, and I'm like, that's no, the... measure for measure. Uh, Winter's Tale, Cymbeline, Cymbeline. Pericles. Yeah. Which Cymbeline and Pericles are like two of my favorite Shakespeare's. John. King John. King John. And I feel like, well, I guess that's technically a. We're going to do a whole series just on Henry VI. Yeah. Parts one, two, and three. Uh, Listen, so long as you let me do (laughs) a Joan monologue, I'm in. All right. We love Joan of Arc. Okay. Uh, oh, and Anthony and Cleopatra, I feel like we should just do it. Is that a tragedy? I love that fucking play. I guess, yeah. I honestly have not read that You one. could call it a history, I guess, in theory, but it's fictionalized. All right. Well, that's the other frustrating thing, too, is like you go and you look up, you know, what what are the histories? What are the tragedies? And, and it's like, well, Richard III falls into both. To me, well, I would just say that's a yeah, history. But, uh, yeah, agreed. Um, that's me, though. But I the mean, title says tragedy. That's, that's me. Whatever's the tragedy of. I'm Macca's. just telling you what Bill said, not what I'm saying. Bill is that Bill dead. Shakespeare over there? <laughs> well, that was a '90s callback. Yeah, right. <laughs> deep, deep '90s. Uh, okay. Anything else y'all want to talk about before we close it out and do the? Spotlight? I love y'all. I'm glad we've been fucking doing this. Yeah, for 100 episodes. 100 times. Congrats! Like, congrats! It's a lot of hours. Them. It's a lot of hours and no regrets. Yeah. But I've That's you know, over come 200 to hours of podcasting. Oh, uh, digression. Two birthdays to shout out. <gasps> as we record this today, uh, Ian McKellen. Hey. My foot hurts. <laughs> and Star Wars. Star Wars is 45 Obi-Wan years old Obi-Wan Kenobi is coming out soon. <laughs> and I can't wait. She's yeah. so excited. Unfortunately, that's the last thing that Disney will ever make that How? Star Wars is. Fine, I'll just rewatch Rebels <laughs> so much money. until the day I die. There's no fans for it anymore. There's yeah, like five yeah, people that yeah. like it. They, it's, it's, it's just a vacuum. They can't make any money off of it. So uh, obviously, they're also going to make more money off of me because I'm about to get my third tattoo, and it is all Star Wars. Are you paying Jesus them royalties? Superstar. Oh, that's one of my favorite movies that I watched. <laughs> I love that movie. What a good movie. Yeah. Um, let's do LA yes. Spotlights. Let's yeah, let's the Stinger right here. LA Spotlight. LA Spotlights, you got them? Yes, I've got a couple. Um, hey, some folks have been reaching out to me on Facebook. It's fun. We've been getting some fun activity on the Facebook page. So I got Fringe. some... I got some fringe, fringe shit. We're, uh, we're sponsoring an award for Fringe. Yes, yeah. and we apply have, to it if you have a Fringe show. Go ahead. We have so many shows to see. It's exciting. Like uh, from School of Night, Battle Song of Boudicca. It's starring Jen Albert, who was the first woman to ever win an Ovation Award in 2019 for Fight Direction for Sucker Ooh. Punch at Courage Theater. Cool. She's playing the lead in it. Um, the preview is Tuesday, the 7th of June at the Hudson Theater. And uh-huh. then another one, and I know they've applied for our award, is Crude, a completely unauthorized play about the baddest of the rock and roll bad boys. It's a Motley Crue drama. Nice. So that they're going to be, their preview is Saturday the 4th, and they're at the Flight Theater at the Complex. 
Motley Crue had some fucked up drama that happened to them. And I'm not talking about like the Pam Tommy Lee thing. I'm talking right. about drugs. I'm talking They're... about kids. Kids got killed and their biopic that was on Hulu or something. All it yeah. did was just make it's like watching Mad Men. All you want to do is drink whiskey and smoke cigarettes. The Motley Crue doc just made me want to do cocaine for yeah. hours. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Most Man, things that me that's that what made you want to do cocaine. Yeah, that's what address your issues. I just had therapy yesterday. Yeah, you that's did. Okay. Do you have any shout outs, Squat? Um, I the, the biggest thing that I'm going to shout out right now is three guys, one Groupon, written, written by our own Jay Bailey Burcham, starring Woo. our own C.J. Merriman, directed by not our own Rebecca Larson, <laughs> uh, and also starring uh, uh, Amanda Blake Davis and Lee Wolf. Uh, previews January 4th. Go Je- to the June 4th. Where, June 4th. What did I say? February? January. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Superstar. <laughs> anyway. It's a really good movie. I like Time it. is a construct. So, uh, June <laughs> My 4th. My mind is clearer now. <laughs> June 4th. Come on out. See the see the preview. And uh, come on out and join and enjoy Fringe, everybody. It's going to be yeah. a, hell of a hell of a show. It's going to be a party. Uh, agreed. Uh, oh, by the way, welcome to Theater Theater, the theater <laughs> podcast for theater nerds made by three theater makers from the L.A. theater scene. I'm Jay Bailey Burcham. And I'm CJ. And I'm Scott. And we're, <laughs> each week we get together to discuss, debate, and disseminate the works of the great playwrights by taking a macro look at three of their plays. So if you didn't know that and you listened to this whole episode, <laughs> it'd be fucking weird. Uh, but we love you for it. Uh, I don't have any spotlights except just go see Fringe, uh, go see theater. Uncle Vanya opens June first. Is the first preview? Yeah, ad. Oh, yeah. 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 House. I, got, I, got I sent y'all so. free tickets today. Yeah, I, got I it. saw it. I, I saw it. it. Yeah, we got it. Go get them. And uh, if you're a listener to this podcast and you're in LA, send me a DM and I'll shoot you a comp. We have a bunch of comps to the previews, so let me know. Actually, I I can say that. Do it. Hit me up. <laughs> uh, okay, so I love you guys. Love up you next. back. I don't have anything else. Up next. What is up next? I don't remember. Is is Marsha Norman. Oh, cast pod thur. <laughs> uh, where <laughs> oh no. Okay, but yes! it's it's apostrophe cast pod thur. Yes. Yeah, okay, got it. Yeah. Uh fine, cast pod thur. So we're doing <laughs> cast pod thur, which is our mini series on Marsha Norman. Cast pot there, like Night Mother. I don't know. It's bad. It's sweaty and gross. I think it's fucking great. It's growing fungus. It's so sweaty. Uh <laughs> But I'm okay with it. And then after that, we have a Unstuff, which is a Bailey pick, which is Peter Pan Live. Go get your Blu-rays, folks. Uh, <laughs> don't folks. don't do that. Don't go. So you can watch Blu-ray. it with us, and uh, oh, we're going to talk about it. It's going to be fun. It stars Allison Williams and Christopher Walken. <sighs> the Walken. I can't yeah. wait. And then yep. after that, I don't remember what's next. So we'll we'll announce it later. We got okay, discussions yeah, we, to have. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Um, do y'all have questions, comments, no. or compliments? No. Um, keep reaching out to us with all that great fringe stuff. It's been fun seeing people clicking on us. It's been oh, real. Yeah. It's been fun, and it has been real fun. Here, here. It's true. Um, you can reach out to us <laughs> on Facebook, Twitter, email, or uh, what is it? Instagram. That's Seagull the one. Mail. Okay, yeah. Scott Siegel Mail. Scott. Thank you, CJ. A big shout out to Ryan Thomas Johnson for writing our theme song. This is just a fact, and I'm going to lay it out there. Our theme song is better than your theme song. Yeah. It's true. 
He also writes all of our stingers. He's an amazing human being, and we want to thank him so much for contributing to all 100 of our episodes. Also, a big shout-out to Pam Quinn, who's also contributed to all 100 of our episodes in one way or another. We love Pam. She's a frequent guest, uh, and she writes our InStuff theme, and she writes songs for every single one of our episodes, and uh, we love Pam. And then finally, to the great Pulitzer Prize-winning playwright Annie Baker uh, for writing every single uh, one uh, of our um episodes and she doesn't even know it and i don't know day- I get, we gotta re we gotta reassess that bit scott because annie doesn't pause she does interruptions should, should i be interrupting you what is this <laughs> i don't know i don't know no there's it's huge pauses in there flick's got a lot of point a lot of pauses it's got in silence they're both pretty silence in it it's okay. getting really heated pretty. guys um, listen, one day, Annie Baker, we're going to buy you a beer. Yep. Also, we did not mention that mouths and butts are the same things. Oh, shit, uh, we've been fucking episodes, up this episode. We, yeah. The whole episode is trash. <laughs> Go get a cup of coffee. Let's circle back. We're going to do this again. Yeah. <laughs> Re-record. Uh, no, Dicks thanks, can guys. can go in both of them, so that's why they're the same. Here, here. Uh, <laughs> well, does that mean all orifices are the same thing? I don't know. No, we'll talk vaginas, about it next vaginas are have their own elite status. Well, right, but that's we'll we'll talk about it. Uh, okay, <laughs> thanks, guys. Subscribe, rate, review. Mouths and butts do, in fact, exist on the same plane. Write in about it if you have uh, an opinion. <laughs> listen, Jesus, I don't like what I see. All I ask is that you listen to me, and remember. I've been your right-hand man all along. You have set them all on fire. They think they found the new messiah. And they'll hurt you when they think you're wrong. Or whatever the words are. That's what I... Should I do the whole song? Should I just start from the beginning? No. No. My mind is clearer now. Welcome to Theater Theater. Uh, The theater podcast. Jesus! (laughs) Later, everybody. The theater, the theater. Theater, theater.